The following three hours is paid programming. The pandemic, social unrest, the state, and the White House. You are listening to The John DePietro Show. Well, folks, good afternoon. Right now, it is 12.06 on this very stormy, as just heard the forecast, very stormy Friday, but it's the John DePietro Show on AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. You can always listen online at the website, dipietro.com. Folks, this portion of the program, what a great day. If you're out, you're hungry, go to Ron's Pastry Gourmet. It's always a great day at Ron's Pastry Gourmet. 170 Royal Little Drive in Providence, right next to AAA. Stop in. They're open right now. Everything big, fresh, delicious Zipolas. Uh, There's also, obviously, still the very popular Let's Go Brandon Cupcakes and a lot more. Ron's Pastry Gourmet. Look for them on Facebook. And again, delicious calzones and sandwiches and sausage and peppers and spinach pie. All right, right now, we are going to um, go live. I hope we can. I just spoke to him, and I'm hoping we can uh, make this happen. His name is Frank Vakorka. Senior advisor, uh, he is in Belarus. So, and he's been reporting a lot on the action over there. Um, senior advisor, Svetlin. Um, okay, let me just, some of his uh, the footage of what's going on over there is really incredible, including he had where a, a Russian tank ran over a Ukrainian car. So, we're going to get him on the line right now. And I'm calling over there, folks, right to the action. Here we go. Yes, good afternoon, Frank. It's Vakorka. It's John DePietro. And you're on the radio in America, in New England, on WNRI. Good afternoon, Frank. Good afternoon. Now, Frank, where are you? Can you give us a little bit of uh, your reporting? And I've been following you is really incredible. Uh, just give people an idea of of the area and how are things where, where you are. I believe, are you in Belarus? No, no, I'm not in Belarus right now. Unfortunately, I have to flee the country when the repressions have started in 2020. Okay. And many of my colleagues were jailed. So right now I, I work from exile, but we continue our fight for democracy and freedom in Belarus. Okay. What can you tell us right now? Uh, give us an idea of the fighting. Uh, where do people stand? What's happening in your world, people you know right now, with this uh, this brutal invasion from Russia? So it was absolutely shocking, absolutely unexpected. Uh, I didn't believe that in 21st century uh, you can solve the political problems with uh, armies, with the war. Basically, we, we see the pictures from Ukraine and they look like scenes from Hollywood movies. You know, people are hiding in subways. Uh, the fighter jets are bombarding the residential area. Uh, thousands of people wounded. And um, only because uh, Putin, president of Russia, decided that Ukraine is not loyal enough to him. It's horrible. And I think it's a good time for Europe to reevaluate its policy and to to stop the, the brutal, invasive politics of, of Moscow. Now, Frank, um, and again, folks, uh, we are live with uh, Frank Vakorka, who is over there. And especially, I love how you say, you know, I, we stand with Belarus. Frank, if you could explain, I'd like you to push back on some of the Putin propaganda, starting with the people of Belarus want Russia to rescue them. Uh, they want to be reunited with Putin and Russia, and the troops are coming in to rescue the people for, of Belarus. Uh, yes, that's uh, true. The troops were in Belarus under the cover-up of military drills uh, for a few weeks. And suddenly, when this assault on Ukraine started, all these drills uh, became just a fate. The real um, need, the real goal of them was to uh, to give uh, Russia the shortcut to Kiev. And now we have uh, dozens of uh, flights and uh, missile strikes every hour uh, towards um, Ukraine. Uh, cities are bombarded from Belarus territory. And uh, for Belarus and people, it's shocking because all of them believe that Ukrainian is the closest nation to Belarus. It's like you attack your brother. Or sister, you're just like uh, assaulting your neighbor 
without any uh, particular reason. So, so it's horrible, it's demoralizing, only because dictators who are in charge, they, they decided so. And Frank, um, as far as um, Putin, you know, they're putting out propaganda that Ukraine has been the aggressor and Putin is just trying to protect the people of Russia. You're saying that that is false. This is false because Ukrainians are one of the most peaceful people in Europe. They are not aggressors. They are defending their motherland. They already uh, have uh, pieces of land uh, occupied by Russia, Crimea, and southeastern Ukraine. And right now, they are under um, under uh, threat to risk the whole territory. But believe me, Ukrainians do not harm anyone. And they didn't want anyone land, anyone's freedom, anyone's uh, sovereignty. They just want to live normally, independently in their own country. I'm looking at some of the things that I won't keep you much longer, Frank Vakorka. Uh, on your um, Twitter feed, Russian army shelled the orphanage. Uh, there were 50 children on the premises. How about Russia and Putin are saying they're not killing any civilians and they're not uh, causing any fires? All false. Uh, so we know that uh, uh, Russia is trying initially to target the military objects, but uh, there are so many fights right now happening all over the country. So basically residential areas are also targeted, also schools and um, uh, just uh, house buildings, residential complexes and uh, roads, bridges. Absolutely innocent people are, are targeted, wounded. And um, I, I don't think, also, you know, they, they put a special crosses on the roofs, on the rooftops of, uh, of buildings where the paratroopers of Russia must, uh, must um, uh, jump uh, from, from the plane. And uh, I think it's, uh, it, it creates a demoralizing effect for Ukrainians because they, they feel not protected. And this is perhaps one of the goals of Russian invasion. Frank, just uh, one more question, then I'm going to let you go. What do you want to tell? What should the people of America know? And wh- what what needs to, to happen here? What would you like to see? What would the people in your area like to see happen? Uh, right now, Russia wants Ukraine to surrender. Uh, we don't get any, re- any idea that that's going to happen. But what should the people, the free people of America, know about what's happening right now? We want uh, people of America to support Belarus, to support Ukraine, because we face the same challenge. We say we face the same uh, attack on our sovereignty. Uh, this support must be diplomatic, uh, financial, political, and military. Uh, people, America is the huge, the strongest country in the world, and we expect America, the United States, will protect the smaller ones, like like we are. We, we have big uh, hope on, on, the, on the states and on the people of the America. All right, Frank, uh, Frank, Vakakor, Frank, uh, we're going to talk to you again. Excellent reporting. Uh, keep up the good work. Stay safe, and we will talk to you again. Thank you for talking with us on this Friday. Thank you. All right, folks, there it is. Uh, and I am uh, feel safe in saying we're the only, and again, folks, good afternoon at 1215. You're tuned into the John DePietro Show. Some of the footage um, that he has shared such as I didn't, <coughs> I didn't, uh, I also want to, um, th- that is my, a, a lot of these people don't want to give out exactly where they are for fear that they're being monitored. But he, um, we have communicated through social media and he sent to me footage uh, that someone captured. And folks, a tank, a Russian tank ran right over a car in Ukraine. I mean, you should, well, anyway, I'll try to, Get it on Facebook. I am seeing it. I'm looking at it right now. Um, <clears throat> I could hold it up. Actually, uh, I think some of the people on Facebook Live might be able to see it. You just see that someone's in a vehicle and they're trying to get out of the city. And this Russian tank, it, it's, it remind. you know what it reminds me of is the, you remember when you used to play like Pac-Man and how it could, you know, making that noise. And then it eats like the other thing is it's running away. I'm not sure if anyone, if everyone can see that. I will try to post it. But the tank, literally, the Russian tank swallows. Now, those are civilians, right, in the cars that are trying to get away. So, folks, at 1216, and uh, we want to give you the latest, and, and, and I recognize, you know, there is other news. I'm not, 
I'm just going to tell you right now, I'm not going to spend a lot of time with this whole Supreme Court situation, the nominee. That's a long process that has to play out. Um, There'll be plenty of time for that. Uh, But there's a lot of information (coughs) to share. For instance, right now I'm looking at Hillary Clinton criticized Trump for calling Putin a genius and giving aid to Moscow. You know, I'm going to address that in just a moment because um, for those of you that watch uh, one after dark and watch when we go Facebook Live later. I said last night, I think it was 7.30, 7.20, uh, so many people are saying, you know, what you're saying, Juan, what you're saying, and again, good afternoon, folks, at 12.17. You're listening to the John DePietro Show on AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. You know, last night, um, and I have over the last, today's Friday, the past couple of days, I've had people saying, you know, Tucker Carlson said this, and Tucker Carlson said that, and he said this Tuesday night, he said this Wednesday night. So last night was Thursday night. And I said, he, he's wrong. And watch, he's going to have to go back and clean up what he said. And I, I stand vindicated. That is exactly what happened. Uh, I didn't see all of his program last night, but he basically walked back a lot of the comments that he had made. And as far as President Trump, President Trump was wrong to call Putin a genius and savvy And he's going to walk that back. But I want to just stay with, you know, and I recognize there are people like, Juan, what's good into you? Listen, I don't follow all these other talking points. You you read? What did did we hear with people why they didn't want to get vaccinated? I've been doing my own research and I've come to this conclusion. And then when something like this breaks out, people just start following whatever the talking points are. I'm going to repeat again. For Trump to say that, he was wrong. And he's already trying to clean it up. I spoke with one of his people yesterday. They know He knows he was wrong. He wasn't even actually fully following the situation. If you saw President Trump, who I voted for twice, who I've met, no president has been nicer to me and my family. President Trump was not only nice to me, he was nice to my son. I, he's, I've been invited to the White House, as many of you know. Maybe we have some new listers, but I, I'm a fan. But he's wrong on that. And Tucker Carlson was wrong. And now they're trying to clean it up. Tucker started changing last night. I recognize for a lot of people, it's it's kind of confusing. Uh, and I also noticed that with many people, it, it, it it's become, it's like a ping pong match. I've seen the way you react, right? Someone mentions Ukraine. They mentioned China. Well, you know, look what's going on with Russia. Well, I'm really concerned about China. It's like a ping pong match. It goes back and forth. Russia's invading over the border. I'm concerned about our border. Uh, Putin is evil and a killer, but Biden's weak. It's, it's always, it's like, like I said, and people are getting whiplash. Many of you are not sure what to think. So Hillary Clinton, it, she is right to criticize him. She is because, and listen, let me be, listen, Biden is, is weak. Harris is weak. Chuck Schumer is weak. Nancy Pelosi is weak. All of those things are accurate. Our military has become, not all military, not our men and women, a lot of some of the military brass. But yeah, our country has been too consumed about pronouns and critical race theory and all these people saying I'm offended. Yeah, I get all of that. But it still doesn't give a ruthless, evil madman who's the wealthiest man in the world because he's a gangster. It doesn't give Putin the right with $200 billion in cash that he has stolen because apparently as, as president of Russia, he has like a, a very low salary and he built himself a $1.1 billion complex. And the amount of money he has stolen, it still doesn't give him the right to invade. But I, I, I can see where people go. You mentioned Russia's going to the Ukraine border. I'm concerned about our border. Putin is evil. Biden is weak. Russia's invading Ukraine. It's, it's wrong. It should be condemned. I'm more concerned about China and Taiwan. You, it's like they, they will never. I get it. I totally get the, the, the element of the game that people are playing. And I get that it is confusing. But what you also have to watch is a lot of these people are backpedaling now. President Trump is backpedaling. Tucker Carlson's really backpedaling. Tucker's got a great gig going. 
I uh, like Tucker Carlson. I respect Tucker Carlson. Uh, I'd hate to see him completely, you know, get blown off here or blow things up. But but Tucker Carlson, folks, and again, it, it, it's twelve twenty one. I want you to hear what I'm saying, and I realize it's it's somewhat difficult sometimes. But and and Cicilline's wrong to try to be raising money off of uh, Tucker Carlson going after him. I'm the only one that played it. I'm the only one of the local media that actually go to DePetro.com. But Tucker Carlson, I want you to just think about this for a moment. They're playing his comments over Russian TV. They're using his comments. See, this is a popular American commentator. And uh, and they're putting subtitles in place. Now, don't you think that's a problem? What What would we think? What would you think if after... 9-11, again, if Osama bin Laden was playing, you know, audio of Rachel Maddow to members of Al-Qaeda and using subtitles. See, see, there's a popular American television person of which I can't watch her show. I can't stand her. And see, I mean, I mean, that would give me pause if my words about the conflict were being used by Russian propaganda. Now remember, with the, there they don't have a free press. <clears throat> there was someone that criticized. There was someone that a newspaper uh, printed a story about supposed that Putin has fathered some children with some woman. Uh, they were put out of business. But the L.A. Times on the eve of war, Tucker Carlson defended Putin. Now he's backpedaling, and this did happen last night. So you know, I've gotten a lot of email from some of you. What's Juan, what's good into you? You're not on, it's, here's what they're saying. You're not on the same page as Tucker Carlson and Laura Ingram and Rudy Giuliani and President Trump. Right, but I'm not taking back anything I've said. They're the ones that are cleaning up. They're the ones that are backpedaling. What did Tucker Carlson say last night? I don't think anybody approves what Putin did yesterday. I certainly don't. Well, that is much different than what he said Wednesday night. That is much different than what he said Tuesday night. Saying, you know, there's no there's no difference between these two countries. Uh, You know, so what? Why do we have to like why do I have to hate Putin? Why do I have to like Ukraine? I want. um, And again, folks, I do want to stay on schedule here uh, because we have other information we want to bring you on this Friday. But this is um, (coughs) I want to be very clear. I'm in no way excusing. I believe that, as as we have seen, Biden is weak. It was the wrong person to elect. I agree that that, listen, I've never said, I'm not comfortable with the election the way it went down. We have to be concerned about our elections coming up this fall. But I'm not comfortable with that. But the fact that we have a weak president and a weak vice president, and we have a country that the far progressive left um, that doesn't give someone a green light to start invading countries and, just because they want to and start killing people. Period. End of story. Putin is not a genius, as I've said. He is not a mastermind. He's not savvy. He is a ruthless, evil killer. And the world will be better when he is gone. And I don't know when that's going to be. And I, I don't know if people realize this. You know, I, I was talking to someone in the media earlier and they were somewhat thrown when they said when do you think this will be resolved i said unfortunately i don't think it's going to be resolved until the next president takes office because this is certainly not going to go on this is going to drag on yeah biden's strategy this is ridiculous sanctions i don't, that that's moronic and but this is a war is fluid, folks. You know, if we know about history, who knows? Putin doesn't know where it could go. And a lot of mistakes happen in war. You have young minds that behind the controls of those fighter jets on both sides. And things accidentally, things go wrong. Right? When you have all kinds of situations. When you have just locally police responding to a firefight. I, a lot of things can go wrong. And in the, the fog of war and who knows? Um, do you know, in, in, at times in Vietnam, 20%, 20, 25% of the casualties were friendly fire. I've interviewed people that, 
you know, that served on the ground in Iraq and Afghanistan and in Vietnam. And, you know, they've said sometimes where suddenly they're under fire, they're firing, they realize they're firing at their own people. But it's dark out and everyone's freaked and everyone's tired and and a lot of things can go wrong. Folks, this portion of the John DePietro show is brought to you by Propane Plus. Call them t- today. They want to be your propane provider. 401-885-4209. Uh, 401-885-4209. It's Propane Plus. Three generations. Listen, I'd like you to try them. Uh, if you have another propane provider, I think you're going to be ha- <coughs> happier with Propane Plus. A lot of people are switching to propane. They offer online billing, schedule your service, delivery, click of a button. You can depend on Propane Plus. And I think the world of the operation they run and their website is fantastic. Residential, commercial properties, very user-friendly, online at propaneplus.com. So a couple of things. And, folks, I want to be very clear. At 12, 12 um, what time is it? 1227, you're listening to the John DePietro Show on AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. I, I agree with some of the things that I see written that part of this is also our education system. Uh, you know, there's an awful lot of time spent with our young people regarding, you know, this is February, uh, Black History Month and critical race theory. And, you know, we've talked about that they, they don't spend enough time talking about World War II. They don't talk about and spend enough time about the Cold War and what it was like during the 60s and the 70s and up into the 80s when when Reagan finally defeated the fall of the Soviet Union and Putin was was foaming at the mouth and stewing over this. Um, so but th- there are certain elements of this that I, I and, and I say that I mean that because I'm, I'm in no way I've just seen some of these conflicts. I have been a talk host for quite some time. Um, I do follow history. I, I look for a lot of different sources. We are very fortunate that, look at that. I mean, years ago, you could never have the technology for the people. I mean, every minute, every hour of this conflict is being recorded. We've never had um, a type of situation like that. But I also, a couple things. Now, someone, and I'll, I'll address a couple things. Number one, someone uh, is under the impression this I, I'm <clears throat> I'm not going to be the one to convince you. There are some people that are actually believe that this whole thing is has something to do with Hunter Biden and Joe Biden and Ukraine and Hillary and and I, I'm not I'm not going to be the one to convince you of that. I would just argue anyone that thinks that um, doesn't know a lot about Putin. I mean I I think I've put out a pretty consistent narrative. That this is obviously he where we're fortunate is there's not three of them in the world. There's two countries. It's Russia and China. And you just heard uh, the man I had on the phone from Belarus of the United States. That's how they still look at us. You're the most powerful nation in the world. <clears throat> uh, with Putin, this is a war against the West. He doesn't want Ukraine to become more westernized. And if I I think you 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 can criticize Putin. And you don't have to compliment Biden because this thing has been mishandled, these these sanctions. I'm not a fan of the French president. I'm certainly not a fan of um, of the, you know, the head of Germany and and President Trump in office. He was right to call out NATO that they were not contributing what they should have. And they were all still uh, consumers and customers of Russia for their natural resources. You know, in the long run. You know, one thing we learned during the Trump years and we've learned during the pandemic is we should not be so reliant on China and we should make more things here made in America. As my friend Giovanni Ferrosi used to say, uh, we don't have to be dependent on them for energy. We can be self-sufficient in energy, maybe between the supply chain situation that we've learned of what is what good is it of you're depending on all these goods to be coming on these slow barges in from from China, why not we find other places to get our goods or, God forbid, you know, make them again in, in America. But something I do want to clear up <clears throat> is, and you don't have to take my word for it. You know, if you study when in the 70s when Carter was in president, Jimmy Carter was a failed president. Biden is. We are living through. This is what it's like to have a weak president. He's not respected on the world stage. 
And that paved the way, though, for Reagan, which was good. It was an entirely different president. And Reagan is still my favorite president. And he did get two terms. And he did unite the country um, behind him. But when, when Americans were leaving the embassy in Iran, you, you destroy all evidence because one of the reasons we have our embassies is you're gathering information and you're, it has the addresses and who, who you're working with in the country and various things. And, and that is valuable information for the enemy. So it's, it's very common. If you've ever seen the film Argo, you know, there's, there's a dramatic scene where it's the American embassy in there. Inside, they're shredding and burning all the documents because the Iranians are going to come into the to the to the American embassy. Um, th- this goes on when countries are fleeing. When we were leaving Afghanistan, yeah, it was a messy removal, but also you want to destroy all documents. Let's just stay with Afghanistan for a moment. There were people that were working with us. There were people that were providing information for us. There were translators that the enemy, in this case, the Taliban, which, by the way, that whole situation has actually gone from bad to worse. The Taliban can't govern. But so my point is, it, it is common that you, you destroy. There's a lot of valuable information there for the enemy. Now, someone that's not aware of that sees that and says, aha, you know, someone said to me last night, I'd be very anxious to know what they're destroying. Well, listen, that's anywhere, right? If, if we, if any country does that, that's kind of universal. Um, the Germans were doing that when they were losing and falling um, during the Second World War. So that, that's not a new concept. Um, so people shouldn't read into that. And I know, you know, some people get off on that. The other thing that I wanted to mention, and again, this you have to go back to, as I like to say, the the Second World War during the um, the build up to that. It's it's this is not new that the opposing party sometimes embrace um, foreign rivals. Be, be, and I'll just give a good example. Bernie Sanders, I think, is actually a great example. He went to Moscow on his honeymoon. Why did he do that? Because the, the Republicans were in power. Bernie Sanders. So, you know, he, after, during the Cold War, the Democrats embraced communism. Because that was their way to embrace a foreign adversary against the domestic opponent. So, you're seeing that during... During the years before World War II, and this, I mean, you think about it now, but there were people, they were saying, boy, that Hitler, he runs a tight operation. Boy, that Mussolini, he's got those trains rolling on time. You know, that's, I mean, think of that now. Who would, who would compliment those two individuals that were <clears throat> brutal killers and dictators and murderers and have gone down in history that way with Hitler and Mussolini? And then, as I said, during the, the early years of the Cold War, the far left, they, they spoke very highly of the Soviet Union and said, you know, I prefer that to capitalism. As I said, Bernie Sanders went to Moscow on his honeymoon. So now you have this type of conflict. So you have these people and it's going on right now at CPAC, which I almost attended. Thank God I didn't. I wouldn't be able to sit there. Somebody says, well, at least they're anti-woke. And da, da, da. and I even what, listen when I put Putin doesn't care about pronouns, I wasn't saying that as a compliment to him. I was trying to explain of just what a madman you're dealing with. So Russia suddenly becomes the anti wokeness, you know, the fascination with Putin, and that's why I believe you are hearing that. That's nothing. What I'm trying to explain is that's that's nothing new that has happened in history. By the way, it doesn't make it right. I mean, I think it's a disgrace that. That Bernie Sanders went to Moscow on his honeymoon. I do. In the far left that embrace communism and they're anti-capitalist. By the way, they're still around. You know, the real big untold story, I want to give credit to Justin Katz and even uh, Blake Filippi, the minority leader, is where was the condom? Well, how come no one was condemning the communists in Providence the other night that were celebrating 
that Russia is invading Ukraine. Governor McKee went to a rally with Black Lives Matter and they continue this myth that the the biggest threat in Rhode Island is neo-Nazis. That is absolutely laughable. They didn't go in and kill them. They didn't even break the window. They yelled in, in the very beginning when they first got there, they banged on the window to get their attention. Providence, as we know, folks, is riddled with gang warfare at 1237. Good afternoon. You're listening to the John DePietro Show on AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. I mean, that I've been speaking with members of the Providence Police. They were laughing at that. You know, they, those, those whoever that group was, that 131 group. And, and again, I think they're idiots, right? I, I would actually, you know, who can stand in there doing the salute and the flag? I mean, I, I just think that's pathetic. Um, but it's not like they went in and killed them. It's not like they hurt them. They didn't go to a synagogue. They went to where a bunch of communists, by the way, these groups have been fighting back and forth with the communists going after them and then going after the communists. I think the whole thing is is bizarre. It's fringe. I think, again, Justin Katz of Anchor Rising summed it up. It's like it is. It's like political theater. They were there for under two minutes. And Governor McKee stands with Black Lives Matter. The biggest threat in Rhode Island right now is white supremacy and neo-Nazis. That is a joke. That is pathetic. How many, how many deaths have there been? Zero. The biggest threat right now in Rhode Island is gang violence in Providence, of which they won't address. And again, I want to take issue with Governor McKee as he's standing there the other day at this anti-hate protest against the anti-neo-Nazis that were outside yelling at the communists for under two minutes they didn't damage the building. They didn't. Well, there was some pushing that went on, but it looks like somebody came in from outside, went to push them, and they pushed them back. But no one was injured. There was no one uh, stabbed. No one was shot. But what is, what is outrageous to me is as Governor McKee is standing there, a quarter of a mile away is where 24-year-old Maya Brophy Behrman was shot and killed August 1st, 24 years old, had just gotten her master's at Northeastern. She was shot and killed in a gang drive-by shooting as she was leaving a house party. Um, and, and Governor McKee has never acknowledged her murder. I mean, that to him to be standing there and saying, if you have information about these, this group that came and yelled at the communists, contact the Providence police, he and the uh, Lieutenant Governor Matos said the same thing. They've never encouraged people to call police about murders in Providence. It, it's, it's, not even, it's, it's, it's not even apples and oranges as the, you know, it's apples and trucks. And then he stands there with the Black Lives Matter people in saying the biggest threat right now in Rhode Island is white supremacy. And it's, it's, it's ludicrous. It's not even close. And if anything, you could make an argument because Alorza has allowed gangs to thrive in Providence, you're going to get other gangs like neo-Nazis, skinheads. Um, because Alorza allowed all the ATVs to run rampant, right? He, they, they create a, an atmosphere of mayhem. They create an atmosphere of lawlessness. So you do get something like that happening. You know, the, the group the other night, did they go to Cranston? No. <clears throat> did they go to Woonsocket? No. Did they go to Warwick? Or did they go to, no. Where did they go? When did, they went to Providence. The sanctuary city where lawlessness is allowed. A total incompetent mayor. But for Governor McKee to use his bully pulpit as governor. Anyone with information, contact the Providence police. He has never spoken out. There were unsolved murders that could use a light shined. Uh, Unsolved murders in both Providence, Pawtucket. He has never spoken out about that. Uh, Has Governor McKee ever spoken out about Olivia Passaretti? The fact that you have a career criminal who is out of prison who crashed into her car and knocked her off the road and killed her. Has he ever mentioned her name? Zero. Never. 
Who does the, the other night again? I come back to that Monday night. Was anybody stabbed? No. Was anybody punched? No. Was anybody shot? No. Was there any windows broken? No. Did they set the building on fire? No. What did they do? They yelled back and forth. You know, what went on the other night was basically the equivalent you see sometimes when the rival team, uh, you know, if uh, Patriot fans against the Bill fans up at Orchard Park or vice versa with Gillette. The only difference is they had a Nazi flag and they were doing the stupid Zeke Hale. Of which, by the way, this is not to get way off track, but you know how the Canadian truckers were, their hashtag was Hong Kong and up in the Canadian truckers were protesting and were doing a honk honk. And, and now you have the convoy coming from California to head to Washington and then it's a honk honk. Do you know there's, there was actually a progressive lawmaker in Canada that is saying the honk honk is code for Zeke Heil Hitler or Zeke. I mean, that's how twisted these people are. As opposed, what, what should it be? Honk, honk, honk? It's just like honk, honk. I didn't know that. I didn't, I didn't realize that like, that's how twisted these people have become. Um, but I also want to, um, let, let me, I want to stay on schedule. Folks, this portion of the program, it's brought to you by Coogie. Boy, what a great job they're doing. I love with the, uh, the new trucks they have. It's R.E. Coogan Heating. Call them right now. Now, listen, it is um, rather stormy out. It's going to be cold this weekend. Whether it's heating or cooling or plumbing, you can depend. It's Coogie, 401-732-6562. 401-732-6562. R.E. Coogan Heating. If you're listening to me right now on this Friday at 1243 and you're having a problem with your heating system, call R.E. Coogan Heating, 401-732-6562. They're also on Facebook and then the website is R. RECooganHeating.com. Folks, again, visit the website, DePetro.com. We have more stories. I mean, we're constantly updating it, but we do have the story. I mean, I look at that. Cicilline trying to raise money off the fact that Tucker Carlson was attacking him. I mean, that, that's all that guy is. The only good news about Cicilline is I've heard that this is his last election. He sees the writing on the wall. He sees that the Republicans are going to take over uh, the House um, and af- I've heard after this, he's done. He's he's got to go through the motions. He's you know he and Pelosi, they know it's over. The Republicans are going to take over, and 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 he really doesn't care at this point. And I, I don't know what he's going to do after that. But you can read the story at the website depetro.com, and don't forget depetro.com, which is brought to you by Soul Source Restoration. Now listen on this Friday. Call them for a quote. There's a link on the website, 401-712-2700, 401-712-2700 for sole source restoration. Folks, there is, um, I, I don't, there's a lot of misinformation out there about this. Uh, this is not, this didn't happen overnight. Uh, it's not going to be resolved overnight, um, unfortunately. And, but, but think of what is going on. They are handing out weapons. If you're a man... 18 to 60 in Ukraine, you cannot leave the country. And they're handing out guns. Now, people try to inject in our country. See, this is why we can't get rid of the uh, second amendment. Listen, they, they have guns already. They're just making sure everybody has a gun. So, but like people interpret that to mean, see, they took away. No, no, no. They. We, we discouraged and told uh, different countries that if they would not build up their nuclear arsenal, if anything went down, that we would protect them. So I know the people say elections have consequences. So do betrayal. You know, we stepped up and we said, if you, we said that to Ukraine. I know a lot of people don't know that. In 1994. Uh, I communicate with some people that they don't know who their state rep is. They don't know who their state senator. Here's another false talking point. Well, the people of Russia really like Trump. <clears throat> um, if I ask, I don't want to embarrass people. If I ask them, really, who's the president of China? Most people would not know who it is. People that I have met at some of these protests and so forth, they don't know the difference between a state senator 
and Senator Reid in White House. They don't know the difference between a rep in Washington and Cicilline and Langevin. Um, there are people that think that we're voting for president in the fall. There are people that say we ought to impeach, you know, Raimondo and they don't know. I, I, I get that. But I, my argument is I, I don't believe that. I don't, they, they don't get the information that you and I get. They're tightly controlled with information and propaganda. I can tell you the only information that the Russian people get are things that are positive to Putin. But some of the good news, um, Russia facing more resistance than expected. That's good. Folks, in the bravery, the Ukrainians, like that former fighter uh, who's now the mayor of, of Ky- uh, Kiev is he and his brother. They're, they're like, these people are ready to fight to the death. Putin losses now stand at 2,800 troops. I hope they kill them all. Hero Ukraine soldier blows himself up to destroy bridge. You're seeing protesters that know they're going to get arrested. And who knows where they're going and how long they're going to be separated from their families. And they're still protesting. But despite that, the capital is set to fall. The head of Ukraine is the number one target. Now, last hour I played, Michael Savage is now saying he's a, a puppet to George Soros. I think that's more talking points. You just have to step back and say one country is invading another one. Um, U.S. Intel predicted invasion plans. I know there were people saying last weekend, where is it? Where's the invasion? Uh, it looks like they were right. I guess they were waiting for the, uh, the Olympics to end. This is, this is not going to stop with Ukraine. He wants all the territory. 50,000 people fled in 48 hours. And this is what a lot of the protesters, a lot of the protesters are holding up signs. And I'm going to hold up this picture to everybody watching on Facebook Live. And that is they have combined a photo of Hitler and Putin. And someone said to me on Instagram, stop comparing him to Hitler. Well, again, those are Russian protesters, Ukrainian protesters doing that. He hates it. And I recognize already that when I hold this up, people say, watch China. So you agree. I would like to hear President Trump condemn Putin. I would. I would like to hear President Trump condemn Putin and call him a murderer. I would love it if President Trump would call a press conference and say, I am calling on uh, Putin to withdraw troops from Ukraine and the invasion. I would like to see that. I have no problem, but I already see the pattern that when you say this, which is Putin and that picture that they developed of Hitler, they say, yeah, but watch China and Ukraine, Uh, watch China and Taiwan. Yeah, but Russia are invading and going over to the border and murdering people. I'm more concerned about our border. So you agree with me, Putin is evil. Yeah, but Biden is weak. It's, it's like a ping pong match, right? It's the tomato, tomato thing. You say this and people come back with that. And this whole business that somehow this has to do with Hunter Biden. Hunter Biden I, it's comical to me. that, And it's sad if people actually believe this stuff. Again, those who ignore history are condemned to repeat it. Um, All right, now Channel 10, that's different. They're, wow, they're claiming that, wow, when? That they have an interview with Nick Galaverdian. That would be interesting. Um, he's still, by the way, he's the maniac that's saying he's King Arthur Knight. He used to be on W, well, my old station. I knew King Arthur Knight. CAC, he was called, King Arthur Knight. His name was, uh, I forget what his, it wasn't Arthur, but it was, Anyway, I think his last name was Knight. He somehow took on the name King Arthur Knight. Um, His big thing was he was a a DJ in Boston, and then he'd do trivia. This was um, in the 80s when PRO was PRO. Salty in the morning and then King Arthur Knight in the afternoon. So this guy took the name Arthur Knight. Um, But anyhow, I want to... 
Yeah, it is insane. Russia remains on the Security Council of the UN. I, I, I agree with that. Folks, how about that Ukrainian soldier? He's on Snake Island, and the warship is telling them to put down their guns and surrender. This is making the rounds. And what does the Ukrainian soldier say? Hey, Russia, go blank yourself. And then the Russian warship fired on them. That's bravery, right? That's bravery. I don't expect Biden to understand that. Cicilline wouldn't understand that. Langevin and Kamala Harris wouldn't understand that type of bravery. The Ukrainian soldiers, you want us to lay down our guns? Tell you what, Putin, go blank yourself. Boy, that cuts into the narrative that we're, rush, or we're rescuing these Russian people that want to rejoin Ukraine. I'm still even shaken over this conversation I had with a friend who was basically... Um, Boy, there he is. There's Zelensky. We're here. We're in Kiev. We're defending Ukraine. Folks, he is the number one target. I don't know if that guy's going to survive. He is not leaving the capital. This is something that I think, you know, but at the same time, as much as I say that, um, I, mean, I get all of this. Biden promised to keep Putin in check. He failed. Of course he failed. He, he failed and his team failed. He failed and his team failed. And President Trump was right. No one will be safe in Biden's America. We do have, listen, Carter was weak. Carter was weak. And that's why, let me see this. Uh, This is new. U.S. held failed secret talks with China over three months to urge them to try to put Putin to, uh, for them to encourage Putin to put off invading Ukraine. And he didn't. Um, And they did not. Because China's in with them. But I, I also, um, but think of there, there are people that have said, I would rather die than get the vaccine. Uh, I know of someone local that, that said that. I would rather die instead of getting the vaccine. He was offered the vaccine. He refused. He got COVID and he did die. He was very, he was, I don't want to say very, very young, but he was young. So I guess, you know, that is some people make the decision uh, at the right time. Putin, Putin is saying, and again, folks, at 1253, um, look at that in uh, Nashville, Ukraine rally held at the Tennessee State Capitol. Stop Putin now. Where, where's the local protest? Where are the progressive left? Where are all the people that camped out at the state house? Why aren't they protesting? Why aren't I don't know why why they're not uh, protesting? Um, but my point is, you know, Putin, who is sixty, he's going to be seventy in October. See, this is something um, Putin suffering delirium and confusion during the long COVID. Questions arise over his mental state. I. I don't, I don't think he's insane. He's functional. But I believe, and I want to defer to that, I played that interview, that president of Finland, and they border, and he, he's not going to stop. They believe that he would like to, you know, you look at a map of Europe. He wants it all. He is, I believe, he is 69 years old. He's going to be 70 in the fall. He has, he has $200 billion dollars. That he has stolen Putin now. And he, because of COVID, I believe, has um, felt his mortality. And he has decided that if he's going to go down, he's going to go. He's he's now just dealing with how he wants to be remembered with Russian history. And he wants to be remembered as he did not. Stand by that he did something about it. That's what I that's what I believe. And now right now he is in fact going after Ukraine. And then they believe the one to watch is they believe he will eventually now go into Poland. It's one country at a time. He'll make his way into Romania, Bulgaria, and then they also believe he will go after Finland and Sweden and Norway and Denmark. He will continue. And when 
Putin dies, whenever that is, he will feel he will go down in history as the greatest Russian leader ever. In that speech the other night, he, he takes shots at all Russians, uh, meaning he goes after Stalin, he goes after Lenin. And, and I think, as I said, I, I played that interview with the president of Finland on, over the weekend. And, and he said that with Putin um, kind of really shut off from the rest of the world with COVID, that he, he kind of lost a little bit. But I think it's more of he started to, you know, it happens. People start to feel their mortality and they look at and he feels I'm either going to be successful and I will go down as the most successful Russian president ever, maybe one of the greatest, in his mind now, one of the greatest leaders of the world. Think of this. Tom Brady obviously would like to be remembered as the greatest football player of all time. Um, Putin wants to be remembered as one of the greatest leaders of all time. A little bit of a difference there. But my point is, it's either that or he has come to grips with, or I will die trying. But he can't buy any more yachts. He has built himself. His compound uh, cost $1.1 billion to build. There's no, he can have any yacht he wants. He can have any auto. He loves wristwatches. He does make mistakes, though, because he surrounds himself with yes men. And one mistake he made was some of the films he made, he, he filmed some messages on Monday no one thought to say, hey, you should change your tie. So then when we watched it on, on Wednesday night, you could tell that he had recorded it on Monday. So he had his game plan. They, you know, you make mistakes. There's going to be mistakes made. And that was a mistake, by the way. <clears throat> Folks, this portion of the John DePietro Show is brought by Henry Oil. Hey, listen, call them right now. Fill up your oil tank. We want to thank them for being such a great sponsor with the program. 401-521-0200. Reliable, affordable fuel oil delivery. They're terrific. And online at henryoil.com. 401-521-0200. Our friends at Henry Oil. Folks, again, uh, visit the website, as always, depetro.com. And depetro.com, I want to thank, um, I think, the world of our friend Shane. Centerdale Revival. Comfort Food and Cocktails. Folks, 2025 Smith Street in North Providence. Try it out. You're going to love it at the Senadale Revival. Now, folks, right now it's 1259. Good afternoon. You're listening to the John DePietro Show. Now, a lot more ahead. Uh, more coverage of this. I also want to touch on, I think, um, locally, you know, this business of Governor McKee handing out $3,000 trying to buy votes for himself with our money. It's wrong. It should be condemned. He should be called out on it. We'll tell you more about that. And also uh, just how this battle is breaking out overseas. Now, remember, next hour is radio only. Uh, you can listen AM 1380 or 99.9 FM or online at the website, which is depetro.com. So we're going to break for the one o'clock news. Another full hour to go. The power hour is next. Leave it right here. We'll be back on the other side after the one o'clock news. WNRI Winsocket, W260DC. WNRI.